0: Life Happens with Mudine. Mudine on SAFM.
1: It's that time again. Uh, the Men's Forum is back. And today we're discussing that Me Too era. That Me Too era that has got, I think, many men not sure about how to tiptoe around issues. So this is obviously going to be a safe space where you can join in the conversation and, and A, your views, or maybe ask questions, 891 We've got two people here to have a conversation with us. And as I said, it's an open conversation, no judgment. Lebo Ramafoco is a former CEO of Seoul City Institute, social activist, as well as a feminist. She's in Cape Town studios at the moment. So she'll be coming through
2: to us from Cape Town. Good afternoon, Lebo. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Pimelo, Thank you so much for having me pre-Valentine. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. Yes, that is. Yeah. And I didn't think about the Valentine's Day, but thanks for bringing it up. Mfana Zhele Lue who's a former deputy chairperson at the Commission for Gender Equality and Gender Activists as well. He's a gender activist. He's on the line with us as well. A good afternoon, Tate Thank you very much for making the time to talk to us.
3: Good afternoon my sister
1: and good to Lebo in the Studio. Like so, Hi. lady and a gentleman, it is that time everybody, I think, we are all on tenterhooks for various reasons. So, women are more afraid, men are also a little bit sort of, I think, not quite afraid for their lives, but afraid to engage because of the kind of times we're living in. So, let me start with you, uh, Lebo. In this era, If someone said to you, a gentleman said to you, let's start with the workplace, for instance, and said, hi, can I have your number? Is that something that you
2: think is okay or not? Well, I think it's not a straightforward question. Um, One is we would need to understand what the power differentials are Mm -hmm. and the power differentials are important because is this somebody who I would feel comfortable in saying no to if really in my soul i meant no Mm. is there somebody that there and then i can ask while we are in the corridor in a meeting in my office in his office whether why they need my number and i think that is why cases of sexual harassment are so difficult for many women and and how the power differential come in because if there is something that i dependent on on that gentleman But sometimes it may not even be because they are my boss. You may just be thinking that for office etiquette, when somebody says, can I have your number? The right thing to do if it's a colleague is to give that number. And often when women had given that number, when anything else happens, whether you get a WhatsApp later at night or you get a call, you don't understand. They then blame themselves for giving the number thinking that if you give the number you gave permission for everything that follows thereafter so it will depend on the power differential but i also want to say that even when you gave that number you you consented to giving the number you are not consenting to everything it's not a blanket then for that person even if it's about work to uh, uh WhatsApp you or call you at any time of the day or night just because you gave the number
1: so in fairness I, I imagine men are also asking themselves okay we get we get what just what labels just said okay if it's uncomfortable because maybe of the ty- power dynamics and maybe the spaces in which we're engaging with is not quite etiquette to to start engaging in this kind of talk there then the question is what then would you guide the guy to do a guy who has an eye on label who actually really likes label is not trying to harass label and is trying to get her attention. What then would be the process?
3: You see, the the, the, the issue is is around the issue of culture. Um, And also uh, the culture that work uh, that you need to follow. Because when you try to do that and you ask the members number, uh, it is about work, but it could be also about trying to start with sexual relationship and um, and then uh, I come from KZN, maybe she comes from Hulten or Western Cape, and so on, there are different rules of engagement. But I think it's a start, we must agree. but sometimes with gender equality ethos and so on, there are, there are now special ways of how you are going to actually start doing that. Even men, as well, when we engage in men's forums now, they are so confused because they don't know how to approach a, 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 a woman. I think these are some of the things that we must talk about because we, we are social beings, uh, we still need to engage, we still need to, have an, to engage in relationships. We also still need some people still want to get married, some they don't, they want to remain single and so on, but they still want to continue uh, having sexual relationships. And then now, what are the new rules uh, as, uh, as your question has been framed of engagement? What is an accepted way of, of, of doing this, you know? So I think I think it's, it's, it's very, very complicated. Um, and then also women, also because of, of violence against women and so on, they are also afraid... To give their numbers because they, they don't know even to go to case because other women have been killed whilst they were in different dates. so that it, it's a very difficult it's a very difficult um, uh, situation. That's exactly yes. The, the, yes. The 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 other issue here and um, you you started about uh, about the about this issue you know the issue again is that. It, it, most of the perpetrators are men, you know. In South Africa, for example, about fifty six people are killed on a daily basis. Eight of those are we about six, about fifty six eight of those are, are are women. The remainder are men, but The the most people who kill both women and men are men. And men become very, very violent. And that's the issue. There's some things that
1: can people. So, let's start then with the practical, that's why people are listening. What are the new rules of engagement? How would a guy who really likes you and is trying to
2: get your attention, how would they go about doing this whole thing? Well, I think, Pamela, maybe let me push back a little bit that it's actually not confusing if men are willing to understand that the rules of engagement have changed. And I worry a little bit when we talk about culture, I'm not disagreeing with it because often it's used as an excuse to be saying, well, in my culture, we do this. No one culture is universal. And I think the one way of doing with that is communication and very clear and open communication. So if you are going to ask for my number, whether in a social setting or in a in a a professional setting i think also it's how you deal with my response you know because often and and men need to understand that that sometimes a person gives you the number to dismiss you not because they want to give you the number or they may even be as confident as saying i don't want to give you my number why do you want my number And in fact, whether you are somebody is whistling at you on the street, whether somebody is asking you across a table in a restaurant, women often fear the reaction to rejection. And even in the stats that my colleague spoke about, it is in the reaction to the rejection. And I think that's a social norm that men have to change in life. People are going to reject you. You may. We are not saying do not ask for numbers, but also ask yourself appropriately what is the way of asking for numbers. But also, more importantly for me, is how you deal with the reaction. If you certainly see that the person is uncomfortable or they go around and say, I'll give it to you later. Oh, no, I'll do this. You realize that they are uncomfortable. If they give you a number and it's a wrong number, you realize that they probably did not want to give you the number but did not want to say to you, up route, i don't want to give you the number if they say i don't want to give you the number the rules are move on but also if they have given you the number which is the point that i was making earlier giving a number does not mean i want to sleep with you giving a number does not mean send me pictures of your what what giving your number does not mean anything you know i mean quite recently if i am to use a personal experience somebody i had known somebody who was flirting with me uh send me a crude message you know and i simply said well i don't want you to engage with me that way because i felt empowered to do to 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 do that and it is in his response when he thought well i've been flirting with her maybe i can send such a message uh, where he you know he said i'm very sorry about it can i call you and i said sure And when he called and I said, well, I don't appreciate such messages. Thank you very much. Conversation closed. So this is not a requirement of saying all the time, know what is right at that moment. But not knowing is not an excuse for, therefore, you can behave like your great-grandfather behaved like your father, behaved like other men that you have known and call it your culture. Relationships are now calling for much more open and honest communication. And many women die, even in marriages and in relationships where there has been violence, when you say something and they say, no, women have said you could be passing to go to the shops, even in the township, and somebody says, hello, and you don't respond, or you respond and you don't show interest. And all of a sudden, you are called a slut, you are called different things. And it is because generally even when a man uh, 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 applies for a job and they get a no that is when they will take a gun and shoot themselves and their children is that we need to teach men and in these forums that my colleague is talking about i hope they are doing that to learn to deal with rejection generally when somebody says no it does not take anything away from your manhood they don't prefer you they don't prefer to date they may not be heterosexual the reasons may be three million why they don't want to give you the number, or if they've given the, you the number, they do not want you know any of the of your advances. Move on. It's okay. But this is an interesting dynamic. You know, we earlier spoke about whether the power
1: dynamics could be an issue, and I, I started reflecting on that, and I thought to myself, actually, not necessarily. Even if the person is way below you in stature in the company, that element of fear still exists. Does that resonate with, with our male counterparts? Do they understand that women are afraid? Is that something that's, that's understood?
3: <clears throat> it, it, I must start with this. I, I, I don't want to. Uh, you know, my sister, that I, I'm a gender activist myself. Yes. But I think we talk on, you know, not on behalf, but about issues that are happening on, on the ground and when we engage with people. Mm. You know, communication alone cannot solve the problem. And I will come to the question that you've asked. Mm-hmm. The issue of religion is critical here. South Africa is a very rich country. And, and people definitely, whenever they engage, they lose those. We, we cannot, uh, I know my sister say so we cannot um, uh, uh, wish away the issue of culture when we engage in these things. And, and, and also the issue of socialization. But as, as, as you have said, I think people are socialized and how they should deal with some of these things. So the, I think... It, when you take all that in sum, we realize then that men, when they approach women, sometimes they don't um, understand that that element of fear women are afraid and so on. That's why it's important for us to engage men around these issues. You know, for them, uh, and as men are also diverse, you know, they come from different backgrounds when they come to do some of these things, and they do them for for different for different reasons. And even men that even now internal socialization. Some don't even accept that a woman could approach them and could actually ask their number and, and propose them. So, as I'm saying, we live in a very diverse
1: country. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if I got the answer. And I'll tell you why I'm asking this question in this way. Because, so, for 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 a woman who, for instance, takes a taxi, right? And And I think the experience I can relay for many women who takes a taxi at the taxi rank, There's a whistling, there's a cat calling, Uh there's all sorts of things. And often it comes with aggression. You know, it comes Uh with that sense of aggression. And and I wonder when you say maybe they don't know if it genuinely is because they don't know that, that it's, 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 it's a scare tactic. It's, it's, it's a, it's an aggression that they're using to force you to then come around.
2: Can I come? Yes. Here? Go no, ahead. No, no, no. no.
3: I, I have to come to that one yes. because I think it's, it's the, how you phrase the question now is different from the earlier question. Yes, yes
1: it, yes, it is different. It's, I'm aware.
3: <laughs> so it's different because when they do that, they know that there's a sketchy yes. and Yes. Sometimes uh, when you when you when you when you relate it to the the Johannesburg incident, then was still the chair of the Gender Commission. Then it was related on what the woman was wearing, and in, in most of the cases, in the text, it relates to and it's a sketchy. And they want to show their power and so on. It does not relate. And in that in that instance, it's not about whether they want to engage in a relationship and so on. It's about violence against women, and trying to exert themselves that that's how women should wear. That's how they should do some of the things. So it's a patriarchal attitude towards women, which is different from engaging them when you want to actually engage them in a sexual relationship. So that for me, that is that is that is really really different and that will scare women whenever whenever we're in that situation, even if um when whenever in that situation and and, and a man asks for your for your number, that women are going to be afraid. Of those people in that in in
1: those particular platforms i'm going to actually come back to that but level go ahead because i actually wonder when people cat call they don't necessarily only cat call and use those tactics because you're wearing a short skirt you may be clothed from
2: the head to your tippy toes in full gear and still the tactics remain you know Pamela, that's exactly that i think we hold men to a lower standard by actually saying they don't know i think when you look at somebody's face when they are uncomfortable you can see that they are uncomfortable even if they do not have the words for it when you sit next to someone on a chair and they move you realize that they are communicating something to you they may not even have to voice it and i think that therein, for me lies the problem that how many women must be afraid how many women must die before we can say well people don't know If you don't know, you ask. And the very men that you say don't know, if it was happening to their sister, their mother, their daughter, they would know. Uh, In fact, I have seen men want to be violent to other men when i was not even aware that the man that was approaching me was being uh, uh, uh was threatening you know so if you are with older friends or not even older if you are with friends if you are with 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 male uh, uh, relatives and stuff and maybe there's a man that comes it, it could even be a man that you like you know their reaction already will show you that they actually know this social cues and they know what they mean and their reactions you know they will even sometimes be harsh even to a male friend that you bring to a family event because they want to show their power and i think let us agree that when you are in a position of power is the same as racism which men understand very well you understand your power you may have blind spots around it but you understand it And your question about this uh, uh, interview is about the Me Too. I don't think in the world there is a man right now who can claim, I don't know that the rules of engagement have changed. And therefore, if in the past, like when I grew up, if you wanted a girl, you grabbed her hand and you twisted it, now I must understand that it's, it's violence. And if our churches, our schools our cultures and and i also don't like that normally when we talk about culture we are talking about black culture when in fact even you know the the western way is a culture that we need to understand that they are forever evolving and men must have these conversations the conversations i have heard with men is to deny that it exists it's for men to say no you know it's just a, yeah Even in my family, you know, uh, even with men that I respect and I know, yeah, it's this feminist thing of yours. And I think for me, it's not a knowledge that they are using a power in a particular way. It's a refusal to change. And we really need to be very clear about what we are talking about. Because people can be aware that they need to change. But because the way of being they are used to, they may refuse to change. It's a different form of I'm not aware what's happening in the world. Now, Nathan, you're calling us from Nelsprate. Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, Pamela. How are you?
4: I'm
2: well.
1: Thanks okay. for calling.
4: Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Let me discuss about this, asking the number. Pamela, let me give you an example. If we are at the working place, I'm giving you an example, you and me. Eh? Even if I don't ask you the number, but the way I look at you the first time, the second time, whatever, several times, it can mean something. When I reach an extent of asking you the number, you are supposed to know what I mean, the way I've been looking at you. Another point, you should not make us men to be so difficult, because that is... All the time, when you are going to propose a lady, they can say, that is harassment, harassment. No, if I come to you in a polite way, I say that, please, Amero, can I take your number? I'm requesting. You must be suspicious. There might be two things, this or that. If you give me your number, then you don't want what I'm going to say, or what I've said to you that I mean this and that. It's straightforward. Tell me, please, Nathan, I'm married. Please, Nathan, I have a boyfriend. Please, Nathan, I won't do it. You understand what I mean,
1: Nathan? They're calling in elsewhere. I'll give everybody a chance to respond to that really interesting scenario he's painted there. There's some couple of things that I want us to 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 talk about around that particular scenario. But you're more than welcome to be a part of this conversation as well at home. Oh eight nine one one zero four two seven. What we're asking about is in this Me Too era, what exactly? Are the rules of engagement? My dear guests, one is in Cape Town, one is on the phone, one a gentleman, one a lady, and obviously at this point there are some issues that we're dipping on here. It's 2 30. Let's go to Lesaku for the latest in headlines, and then I'll take your calls after that.
0: Here, there, and everywhere. Where? SAFM 105 FM in Mokobane.
1: All right, I've got two guests. It is the Men's Forum, by the way. We're discussing the rules of engagement around the Me Too era. Uh, Lebo Ramofoku is my guest. She's in our Cape Town studio. She's a former CEO of Seoul City Institute. And I'm also uh, in conversation with Mfanozele Shosi, who is a former deputy chairperson at the Commission for Gender Equality. Thank you both for staying with us. We had Nathan on the line before we went to the headlines. Mfano, do you want to respond to Nathan's call?
3: You know, I'm I'm on the line, so I I couldn't hear him clearly.
2: Oh, what a pity. Lebo, your response to, to Nathan? Well, what worried me about Nathan is his positionality and not understanding that men and women inhabit different worlds, although they are in the same planet. I don't think that he heard you or he has a full appreciation when you said women are afraid so and i also i found it very interesting that the first three reasons he Mm. gave why a woman would Mm. say no to Mm. you it's because they belong Mm. to another man so a woman cannot say no because they don't feel like it they Mm -hmm. must tell you they are married or they've got a boyfriend or something else and in fact i have in other words the reason must make sense to them The reason must make sense to the other man, you know, you, you, you know, and and, and I think part of the problem with the conversation, and that is why I made a distinction between people not knowing or people knowing, but refusing, because in fact, I think right now, the conversation we should be having rather than ask women, you know, what should be the rules of engagement? We should be asking men, what have you learned from the Me Too campaign? How is that making you change? And, and and I think that is important because I think for me you know uh, w- w- what what I have seen and and I've seen it uh, uh, in the younger generation is people uh, going more for friendships and communicating quite openly and and that is the one impact and I'm not saying all young people but what I have seen at least is that engagement where younger boys younger men some of them, Uh, having an appreciation of where women are coming from, where they are communicating much more explicitly to say that when you ask for a number, I must know how you look at me. I don't know what that look is. I don't even think it's a universal look and you know um, and and you know, so the burden again with that call is placed on women that by the time I ask for your number, you should have seen the look. What is that look? You know, so, so for me, that call is a demonstration of people not, not not, knowing. This is not a call of saying, I don't know that things have changed. It's one, I don't have an appreciation that women are in fear. But also, come on, girls, you know, play with us. Uh, don't be too hard on us. You know, determine the look. I don't know. I don't even know the look that I've got right now in the studio. I may be frowning. <laughs> Some people have said, I look I look angry sometimes. Some people have said, I look tired some people have said i you know what do i look flirty now i'm even worried about my <laughs> own look if i'm going to have to be a look analyst when somebody asks me for my number i must now be thinking and maybe sometimes when a person looks at you you are thinking about your children at school you are thinking about a report that was due you are thinking about the machonisa that is calling you you are not interested in the look that they are giving you so why are we not appreciating that me too is a response to women Having suffered a lot of abuse, Me Too is about women, particularly in our context, being very afraid. And therefore, men in their engagement with women are going to be sensitive to that. But sensitivity does not mean don't approach a woman. Sensitivity is about being more explicit. But also, as I said earlier, how you deal with the rejection Mm -hmm. without blaming culture, religion or anything. And yes, I understand work needs to be done. But I think we also hold men to a very low standard by saying there are so many excuses that they can make. We were socialized in the same culture we were socialized to be told you don't even look at a person in the eye you you know you draw a circle or a heart or whatever with your feet we were all socialized in patriarchy this patriarchy did not socialize one gender only but we are rising to the occasion we are speaking out with a lot of risk and it's because we are feeling this pain we are burying many women but before even we bury women we are changing the culture and all we are saying is what are the conversations with men that says this culture has got to change.
1: Mfana, let me read this, uh, and then you'll also respond to what Lebo has just said. The SMS says, I find myself tiptoeing around women at the workplace these days because you, uh, I think it it, meant, it it was meant to say, you're easily labeled sexist, misogynist, and boom, your career is over. This is Sam in Buluguan. You want to respond to that, Mfana Zola? The thing, the thing that the,
3: when saying, people don't know these are the issues that are coming on the ground, and I will repeat this and and I can tell you, my sister, we are living in different worlds and uh, when you go to the rural areas, you go to the deepest rural areas, you are going to say you're socializing the same way and so on, but you ask people in the, now i 'm running workshops in the rural, deepest rural areas around' quite a mutual campaign and so on. people
4: don't know these thing,
3: you know whether you know and and you talk to them you say about the mutual campaign and so on movement and so on they, they, until you explain it to them what it means and so on so the comments that you are that are coming through your studio and um, you can really see the people have uh, different understandings about this thing as i'm saying and um, uh, this is what people are, are saying and even some people they they when you facebook now um what is surprising is about uh, the, men, the, the student that was, that was killed in, in, in PE, another one, uh, another person was actually killed in Deben, there is other case in Pine Town, and people now are changing the, in, terms of, well, in terms of discussing some of this, are saying we are not focusing on men, we are focusing on women. So that's what people are saying on, 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 on the ground. So what, what I'm saying is, it's important for us to engage men as well, to bring them on board, so that they understand this, this the gender equality the gender equality agenda so that they understand where we are. And just make some don't know, some they do, and we we operate on different different issues. And and the the, the, the the SMS that you are getting attest to that, that we must actually engage men our, the rules of engagement as well are different. How I'm how i going to approach a woman from Zeniburku from Nduentu is different maybe from I'm going to approach a woman from from something you know and people have different rules of engagement and and must also know how they behave and so on so for me the, those are very very critical we, we cannot have a homogeneous uh, a group of people that can actually uh, engage in some of these matters it's very very difficult and 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 i'm happy that when when we do some of these things another pillar that has been included in this awareness it's important for us to to give the issues of awareness when we discuss this matter so that men will also understand men are also afraid uh, as this said, I think afraid to to say how am i going to to approach this woman because if i do this i will be labeled as someone who may be because even at work we talk about sexual harassment policy remember doing the sapc investigation for yes. sexual harassment they wrote that report so but uh, we, we are saying this is what is not supposed to be done. But go, we don't say what is supposed to be done. Let me so go quickly. It, it meant, yeah. So, so m- those m- are some of the issues that men, that men are raising. So it's important for us to, to be on par, my sister, and, and, and understand... Uh, on the same table and say, this is what men are raising, what women are raising, then how can we as a nation move forward?
1: Let's take a quick break and we'll be back. I do see you, M- uh, Monsuedi, calling. I see many of your calls. I will be taking them in a short while. Our conversations are the rules of engagement in this Me Too era.
0: Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. SAFM. 107 FM. Good afternoon, Pamelo It's Lunga from the Western Cape. I like the topic regarding um, approaching women in a professional capacity for a personal relationship. Um, I, I believe it's always just about respect. If you ask for a number and it's given to you, don't abuse it. And also state your intention. Be because- clear. Yeah that you'd like to go out for coffee or drinks or whatever the case is and that it's social it's got nothing to do with professional capacity and take it from there let it evolve i like to say an organic growth of relationships always best thank you
3: thing is they need to look at both sides, you know, it's not everything, it's men, men, men. If you were abused as a woman, don't say all the women are abused. If you are abused as a man, don't say all the men abuse. We need to check at each case with according to its merits. We can't just, every time we say men this, men this, but it was just a few weeks ago, the boy was stabbed to death and I didn't see a scene that was caused like the, when the student lady was killed the same women and uh, these activists standing there maybe to say that woman should rot in jail so you must check things like those those people are not checking um
0: hello and um your panelist is such a good you know uh
2: topic that we're discussing today all i want to say is that i don't think it's because men do not know they know and they know that when they employ that tactic it's more like they are in power and in control and they have an upper hand so i disagree with them not knowing and i disagree that it also has to do with culture it's mainly about how they are socialized how they are given the idea that they are in power as men over women hence we're having the problem that we're having right now of men abuse thank you this is sepi
0: I uh, the lady in the studio is there for argument's sake so does it mean that I can't comment that the lady I, I like has got white shoes or she's uh, putting on uh, nice hair shouldn't I uh, give compliments to a lady before I ask for a number it's ridiculous women should not just mix things Where there is violence, there is violence. Where there is love, there is love. It's two different things.
1: My guest, uh, Lebo Ramafuku, who is in studio in our Cape Town studio, she's a former CEO of Soul City Institute. I'm also with Mfano Shozi, who's a former deputy chairperson at the Commission for Gender Equity and Gender. He's also a gender activist. Mfano, you know, w- what I think boggles the mind, and, and this is just to layer on what you had said earlier about people not knowing. What I don't understand is perhaps where Lebo was coming from in saying, even after having the numerous conversations you can hear from our voice notes, there is reluctance and resistance to not listening but hearing. And and what's your take on that, Mfano?
3: Oh, oh yeah, it, 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 uh, definitely there, there, there is that. And 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 um, the our our analysts will always say that we must not relate to the issues of of culture, religion, and so on. Um, but I can tell you, all those things, the, the bearings are from culture and religion. That's why it's important then, that those institutions must change, must be gender-sensitive. And that's why there are programs that, that are run, like Song Center Justice, where they engage the richer sector to be sensitive on, on, gender equality, on gender equality matters. Because if we don't do that, if we continue to say, definitely there are men, majority of men know about these things but there are those who are, not, who are not going to understand them because they will be facing their own issues from the nature of police, socialization, and so on. Therefore, it's important for us to engage them on gender equality, on so, gender so, equality matters. So how
1: do you respond so, to these people that have just sent the voice notes? Pardon? How do you respond directly to the people that just sent the voice notes? You specifically how now, yeah. How, how do you address the voice notes that came through? If you were sitting at a conversation like right now with with all of us, and and these people were here with us, how do you respond to those comments?
4: No, it, 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 it,
3: in my response, one I will I will um, uh, I will present a situation of, of, of relationship between men and women, and and how uh, we should now we should have in twenty twenty we should have we should engage with one another. And I will also bring in the issues of policies that we have in the country. I will also bring in the issues of civility around gender equality issues. The issue of power for me, when I respond to them, is around the issue of power that uh, and as well. That men have these men have tendencies uh, uh, that they have uh, that socialization has brought to them and so on. So they will understand this unfair power relationship that men, that men have over women. So I think it's important for them to understand that and bring in a number of, for example, at work and the type of work that men have been doing in the past that women are not allowed to do, and bringing issues of, bringing in even issues of, 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 of sexual harassment at work and so on. So I'll bring in the, the examples so they can see themselves that for a long time men have been um, a, a assisted by patriarchy, so they will understand that the power that they have. They don't deserve it and therefore it's important for them to live in harmony with women and, and they must also make sure that they, they are prepared to lose uh, power that is actually accord to patriarchy and, and patriarchal power.
1: Munzoedi, thank you so much for your patience. Good afternoon. You're calling from Hamanskral. Hi.
4: Yes, how are you? I'm good.
1: Thanks for calling.
4: No, yeah, my my contribution is this is, a, this is obviously a complex matter but I
3: heard you earlier talking about uh, the rules, you know, what are the mm the rules to, to, to this to this game. But I mean I, I don't think that he can do that too I mean this is this is a very complex game that I think the only rule if they were such is just respect. I mean there there just needs to be respect and perhaps more so from the side of uh, uh the, the the men uh you know there, there just needs to be respect. I mean there is no way of saying this this works or this doesn't work. And you know, it's it's a very complicated romantic game to to get your woman, you know, and uh, some are good at this game, some are not so good. Uh, but if you just uh, accept that it's a game that's played with respect, perhaps will you know will be a better society than uh, than uh, you know most. Uh, that's that's all. That's my contribution.
1: All right, thanks, Moonswede.
2: Lebo, you, you want to respond to to some of the calls that came through, especially the the the, the voice notes. I'm very happy that you allowed the men to respond. Because I'm even reading some of the tweets with some of them saying, it's a man's issue. Why do you get feminists mm. to come here? Mm. And even the caller that says, oh, the person in your studio, it is my role to agitate. And I'm very happy that he's feeling agitated. Because in fact, it is women that are dying. I think we both agreed uh, with my colleague that it is women that are mm. dying. And I agree with the points that he is making that, in fact, men must understand patriarchal power, that it is exactly why we are having the situation that we are having. So in a lot of ways, uh, I think also the the, the voice notes, um, particularly from uh, people who are seeming to suggest that we are making this up, is just a refusal to agree that women live in fear. Women live in fear of an imagined danger not even real danger so if i leave the studio right now in cape town uh, you can't see me but i'm wearing a slightly shorter dress today (laughs) Uh, it's a beautiful dress it suits me very well but i inhabit a body where even as i walk in broad daylight today and i walk to my car which is less than 500 meters from where i am right now i'm going to be conscious of my body men even if they were without a shirt won't feel that way and i think we can dismiss this as men but can we qualify that we are dismissing it because we don't have the same experiences that women have simply because they inhabit a female body Uh, when i was still at soul city we did a video on what happens to a woman around a taxi rank when they walk men thinking they can touch your hand they can stand in front of you they can do whatever they can just use their physical presence you know women who have reported uh, sexual harassment speaking about somebody when you travel with them saying no we'll hire one car and therefore you find yourself you are on a traveling trip you are in the car with this man who will make this advances and uh, many cases of sexual harassment where the men said well why didn't he speak up why didn't she speak up when she was uncomfortable but in fact when a a woman in their own statement says to you we were in the same car we were driving in a car and what do i do i i smiled i ignored even some of the jokes you know where somebody's asking me so who do you live with you know uh, when last you know did you have a boyfriend How do I respond when I'm traveling away from home and we are in this long journey because women know that a wrong answer or an answer that can agitate a man, you know, could lead you to death. So I, I wish that, men could acknowledge that maybe it does not make sense to them simply because they are not facing the same violence that we are facing. And the fact that we imagine when a man comes to you, you are sitting in a bar alone and they come to you and and women would say, if I want this man to go, I won't say I'm not interested or sit somewhere. I will say, well, I'm waiting for somebody. So you must make an imagined man or an an imaginary boyfriend just to be left alone and 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 i can accept and acknowledge that men don't understand it and that is why for me i would like that honesty to be saying you know what honestly we don't understand the world that you live in as a woman and let us talk uh the voice notes where people are saying honest open communication yes but also understand that sometimes women don't even un- understand honestly Because there are so many cases of how women have responded honestly and they have gambled with their lives. And it's a reality, unfortunately, for many, many women, it is a reality that happens across all class. The only thing that I want to say is that in fact, and I can understand that maybe the terminology people in rural areas don't know, but I have been in rural areas where the men the amount of respect and care for women has been a lot more than educated uh, urban area high-flying men because in fact power particularly when we are you know, speaking about the workplace, can make a man who is extremely educated feel that they've got the power. Even the, the report we are talking about at the SABC, how many women have come out and say it happens? So it's not even an urban and rural divide, while a, 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 a men in rural areas or communities in rural areas, even women may not know the terminology because this terminology is also in English but i have seen a deeper appreciation of the issues uh, from both men and women in rural areas and 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 therefore i understand that it's it's complex but it's not a clear urban and rural divide but i agree completely with the answer that my um colleague gave around how they would address the men or, or, uh, that have called and contributed to speak about power because it's one thing to speak from a position of power um and it's another to experience when you know that in fact you inhabit a body where even stating just your truth of saying yes i don't want this you see the men are not written so even the men that have said and i appreciate that that it's all about respect i don't know when i say no to a man particularly who's a stranger a man that I don't know what their reaction is going to be. There's no way of knowing men are not written on their foreheads that this one is going to swear at you, humiliate you, or this one is going to slap you or this one is going to accept. However, I think we are having these conversations because we want to address a prevalent social norm. So the invitation for me, even with the men who are saying it's about respect, we will respect a woman, I, 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 I hope that they appreciate the fear that women live in 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 very recently on social media there was a video of a woman who had said no to a man that man followed her in the rain until she actually got out of the car and took a video of that man who just wanted her number and the woman had to wait and i think at that point they were close to their security because there was a boom gate and even as they were view videoing that man was saying oh you are a fool or there's something wrong with you so Believe us when we say, even in instances where we say, no, we are not believed. And that is, for me, what will be helpful in this conversation. And and that is why I'm saying it's not always that women do not, men don't know. I think their power is also saying, what's going to happen to me? Yes, I know you don't want to be treated like this or touched like this, but what are you going to do to me? And it is about patriarchal power. That is why we've got movements like Me Too movement that is that is bringing up important conversations we must have in our relationships, in our communities, in our workplaces. But also it's an acknowledgement that it is not only about the knowledge. It is about the the acknowledgement of what women's lives are, but also an acknowledgement that men are going to have to change the rules of the game. Even those that think, you know, I've got street cred. Because one of the people said, some know this game, some don't know this game. The point is, who made the rules of the game? And do they still work post the Me Too campaign? And those for me, like my colleague said, are conversations we must continue having. Tamikosi, so you're calling us from Sekunda. Good afternoon.
1: Hi, how are you guys? Well, thanks, man, for calling. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Um
0: just quick quick. I think as it took it took me a while also to actually get into this kind of understanding things as they are. I'm a little bit of the older generation.
4: Mm.
0: But I think uh I it in my family because mm. I saw it, mm. and um, I think we, we, mm. we, we are all interested in this together, and we need to learn together to actually you know, to actually navigate this new uh, way of thinking in, in, in relationship creation
1: and all that. Thanks. and that's my contribution.: Thanks very much for that. Some voice notes.
0: This is Derek from Plunga listening to this lady talking about the harassment of women. I know men have a higher level of testosterone uh, which drives them sexually but I cannot understand how men cannot exercise self-control and respect for women. Men do not have a right to harass a woman or to touch a woman unless she wants to be touched. I think it's just shocking and I think there should be harsher consequences for men that take advantage of women.
1: Fano, your last comments on the subject.
3: No, I, I agree with the last caller as well. I think my last comment is that um, we, I think we agree that women live in fear and there's a lot of violence against women and men and are perpetrators of that violence and the sexual harassment, the trafficking, there's rape, there's blaster tendencies, women get killed, get injured, domestic violence. I think uh, the callers have spoken about the issue of honesty and issue of respect and open engagement on some of these matters. And the most important thing is making sure that men change their attitudes around all these issues. And I think uh, when I was speaking, I was raising the issues that I engage with on the daily basis, not um, not that some of those issues that I was raising were uh, my personal beliefs, but I think it's important for me as a practitioner to raise the things that people are saying on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that, 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 that is important for me. I'm conducting research now. That's what other women said, that they are not giving in the rural audience space to talk. We must also have not in um, a forum where men and women should talk about about these issues and i i think your show is really, really touching on the very very important issues that must deal with as south Africans.
1: Fano Shozi, former deputy chairperson at the commission for gender equality and uh, i want to thank you for being a part of this conversation as well Fogode, who is a former ceo of soul city institute thank you too for being a part of this conversation it's now three o'clock